Roll up your sleeves and pour yourself a drink, guys, because this is Off the Cuff. I'm Dan. And I'm Kyle. And welcome back to the show, everybody. Haven't done an Off the Cuff in a while, it seems like. But, you know, Off the Cuff is a near-dear segment to both of us here at the Second Viewing. One of my faves. And if you guys have been seeing some of our other content out there, like the Second Viewing podcast we just put out on Power Rangers and other things, like your asses Degrassi, you would already know that we're pushing some cool shit out for you guys every week. And today we bring you an even better film to talk about. This is the brand spanking new blockbuster that I, th- I guess I guess the world's been waiting for this summer, you'd say? It's probably the biggest blockbuster, I think. I don't know if anyone... I think some people are waiting, but most aren't. I mean, like... I don't know, man. This is this is a bigger one. This is bigger to me than I, Wonder okay, Woman. Okay, yeah, honest. this is a bigger one. Yeah, this is a bigger one than Wonder Woman. However, it is just another fucking Spider-Man movie. This is Spider-Man Homecoming, guys. Now, the title of the movie... Way back in like I guess 2015 when this got announced, I was like Homecoming. That's, a, that's kind of a lame ass title. I'll be honest with right. you. Right. Um, but you know it kind of works. It kind of says a lot about the movie. How this is a, as a lighter tone um, than some other darker and even mid tone shit we've been seeing lately. And it just kind of ends up being a teen movie in a lot of ways. And it kind of works it's, in that sense. But it, I mean, I was I had a really good time with it. I almost didn't want it to end like it was wow well, what was your uh, feelings going into the film i guess um i was not expecting a lot i thought there was going to be way way too much avenger and tony stark and fucking captain america Fuck and guy. some other random bitch named vision hey vision was cool i think i don't know boy i vaguely remember age of ultron did you see that avengers no i two? never saw it i never saw any of the avengers movies actually not, you know in the first one we no. saw the first one together i know we saw that Wow, fuck, that, that, that says how much it says how much I fucking remember about the movie. Well, yeah, you know, and it's I, it's the same thing for me, really, going into this. I was like, you know what, I went with an open mind as much as I can with all this shit. We talk about this all the time when we see superhero movies, but we're just in a bit of a fatigue, an extreme fatigue, really, of about these films. Movies, yeah. And so I wasn't, expecting a, I wasn't expecting an outright fail, I'll be honest with you. I thought it was, like... Based on what I've seen, the kind of the cast and the setup for this movie, the odds are really in its favor to a, a greater degree than it just flat out fucking sucks. True. Terrible. And I think I think we can agree that this movie succeeds in being a really good movie overall. It, it does. The poster's really lame. The poster's a terrible poster. But <laughs> but the movie's really good. Like, there's a lot of it's just a, it's. It's it's just really balanced. Yeah, uh, it yeah, doesn't totally. feel like it, it doesn't capitalize on anything too much. It also doesn't like fucking smear the Avengers in your face wow. too much. I will say that the o- well, like, the, the opening of this film was honestly kind of terrible. Like, yeah, the opening of the film was like, wow, is this a fucking Spider-Man movie? Uh, yeah, or like, an Avengers I leaned over to you. I was like, man, I love this Spider-Man movie where it's just like all these other superheroes shoved in our face and Michael yeah. Keaton, who is great in this movie. I I don't want to take that away from him. It was kind of only talking about the Avengers and we're going over shit we yeah. already know and shit we've seen before. But to the film's credit, it weaves those elements into this film's um, you know individual plot really well. Right. It does It does very stick out as its individual plot, even though the Avengers building does have yeah. a lot to do with the plot. But, but you know... And but it's not obnoxious. It's not in yeah, your face. No one really comes to the fucking rescue. And we can't um, shit on it too much for that in the sense that this is a Marvel Universe. There is going to be universe things being mentioned. Yeah. That's just our personal opinion that we kind of hate that shit, but we can't judge it for it being included. It's like, I just hate to be reminded again of, well, careful, remember, it all ties together. Well, yeah, remember. And, and the way he was introduced was in last year's Civil War, which people saw together because I wanted to see it. We never yeah. did an episode on it. But 
It was so fucking boring. It was actually a political drama. They they yeah. mislabeled it. I'm pretty um, sure it's actually the West Wing feature film. Yeah. Oh. Written by Aaron Sorkin. Like that was that was so boring. That being said, the fight scene, including Spider Man, was the most enta- entertaining portion of the film. In my yeah, opinion. and actually, there's there's a handy cam clip. Yeah. What do you think about that? I kind of liked it because I think it kind of added to like Spider Man's quirky character where he's always yeah, doing shit yeah. like he's maybe not supposed to, but he's like. I want to do it, and I'm good doing it. You're right. That was a really good way to right away let the audience know kind of who he is and what yeah. his, what his actual personality is like. Because if we're just going off Civil War, whether you saw the movie or not, if you're just blind going into this, you don't really know what to know of the guy. He's a Spider Man, and yeah, you know, public knowledge is you know he's a, a Spider Man who shoots webs. It makes sense. There's not much more to know, but at least this movie does right away give you who he is without having to describe his fucking plot origin over and over again. Exactly. They don't do that, which is really nice. And you know what? I I really dig the fact that. Uh, well, I I I dig the fact that they did mention uh, where where he came from, and I like that Spider Man was in a fight and still recording himself. Whoa, guys, this is really cool. Yeah. Fuck, I gotta go. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, hey! Yeah. Because it, it made it a little bit more lighthearted. Where sometimes they try to make these things way too fucking serious. No, and you're right. You get the tone right away, and then yeah. it stays true to that too. Even during the more dramatic se- sequences of the film, you understand that. This is a this is basically a teenager. He's a teenager. This is how, in all honesty, a pretty decent uh, representation of how a teenager would handle this kind of situation. You know, it's something that I thought I, I figured I would think this was lame at the end, but I think I'm kind of gaining an appreciation for it. Is that Tony Stark is kind of trying to play the dad character for Spider-Man at this point, and I kind of thought at first, oh, this is lame. Like you're not his dad, Tony. Just get out of here, man, please. Oh, but it ended up being kind of kind of okay. I'm it totally kind of with works. you. I'm totally with you on that. Like I felt like that was their excuse just to like shoehorn Tony Stark into it. Yeah. So like it kind of still have things connected. But like every fucking time I thought this movie was going to piss me off, it ended up being an enjoyable sec- like sequence. Yeah, exactly. And fucking every single time the saving grace in that is Spider-Man. Well, cuz the guy has so much charisma. Like shout outs to Tom Holland honestly killing it as Spider-Man in this. Like I was yeah. sitting in the car, I wasn't too sure what to think of him. I liked him in Civil War, but at the end of the day there wasn't a lot to go off of. Yeah, Just enough his- to say we liked him, but not enough to say we loved the new Spider-Man. Exactly. He yeah. showed up on screen, did his thing and he was good at it. But yeah. it wasn't like, oh, fuck, he, he's the next one. He's better than so-and-so, you know? Yeah. Didn't quite go there. But I'll tell you one thing. He's definitely fucking better than the last Spider-Man, hands down. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, I think the – I don't know. I'm still – I'm, I'm, I love me some Tony McGuire, so it's hard for me to I, – I, I can't decide over each I'm, – I'm not, I'm not quite there yet. But I will definitely say that this representation and – Overall, you know, depiction of Spider-Man is way better than the last one, which again was a high school student. I'm pretty sure, right? I'm pretty yeah, sure he was I like a. I think so. Maybe a slightly older. I barely remember. Student. Which of the three fucking reboots are we talking about? Uh, this is yeah, this is the second. Or which reboot, are the other two reboots? We got to get technical now. God, that's pretty sad though. Like this is the third the actor th- playing Spider-Man in the past ten years. Yeah. So that's interesting to think. Actually, I want to I want to talk about the director because oh, before God. we before yeah. we went we into the up. movie, we looked up the director and we said like who the fuck is this guy? Because Marvel Studios is hiring all these random directors from fucking kind of who nowhere. Knows yeah. He's directed episodes nobody's. of the Onion News Network. Remember the oh, Onion? Oh, okay, yeah, I remember. That. I think they're still around actually. Oh, shout out to the Onion. Uh, this guy directed art. a movie that looks terrible but might not be, I don't know, called Clown. Then he also directed a pretty good movie called Cop Car with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. That's a pretty solid flick. I would recommend it, actually. Um, 
So all in all, not a lot of experience, but yeah. you know, a competent and you know borderline successful director. But then he gets like the, one of the biggest fucking movies ever, basically, right? Like to- seemingly out of nowhere. But I mean, this is I don't know. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Marvel's on the show. alphabetically going through directors. <laughs> basically, I mean, I don't know if you ever directly talked about this, like pandemic in a way on the show but it just basically uh the disney corporation at large really just looking at these independent directors as you know a great chance to get some fresh blood into these films and then honestly if you look at like who like wrote this and like who did the screenplay like there's one two three four five six people writing writing the screenplay it's not Mr. John Watts really doing much of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, they're trying to guarantee its success. And, yeah. and you know, every once in a while we get a winner like it, fucking yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. And, you know, Wonder Woman, I, I get that it's a different Patty Jenkins, company. But, yeah, but d- still. Different idea. Same idea. Same idea. It ranges true, but you get fails too a lot of time. Like, fuck, what's it? Colin uh, Trevorrow. That guy sucks. He did Safety Not Guaranteed, which is a pretty solid oh, flick. Right. But then he did Jurassic World, which whoo, I watched that recently. Bad movie. Did you actually watch it? Yeah, I've oh. been talking about it a lot lately. It's been coming up in conversation a bit. Yeah. So, so it was fucking like, Guardians of the Galaxy, by the way. You got to get on that Chris Pratt oh, streak here, boy. I'm not, I just haven't got there yet. Like, that's, anyways. But You're nonetheless, like, away. this is one of those things that is kind of failing a lot of the time, honestly, lately. But in this movie, it works. Like, I don't know yeah. what exactly the behind the scenes shit in this movie is. We probably won't find out until a little bit later, but. At the end of the day, I think, you know, John Watts did a really good uh, job directing this film. And I think there's a lot of, like, fluidity in the action scenes. Like, things kind of have rhythm. And, like, there's, like, actual, like, force and impactfulness to what's happening. And you're not just kind of, like, being overblown with shit in your face. It it feels... It also feels very... Somewhat real. Like, we know who Spider-Man is. He's not fucking flying through yeah. neighborhoods um, with his webs and there's no fucking buildings around. He's running through the park when there's nothing to fucking web onto, right? Yeah. He's also not great with his powers. I mean, the dude's 15 years old is what they mentioned. Yeah, they say he's 15. And you're totally right. Like, <laughs> we were talking about this a little bit earlier and I was like, man, like, they answer, like, those schoolyard questions when, like, someone's, like, talking poorly of Spider-Man. It's like, well, Spider-Man's not that cool. What would he do if he was in a neighborhood? Like, he'd be fucked. What would he, what would he do if he was on a boat he'd be fucked and it's like well he handles the situation because he's a fucking superhero and he yeah. he's, assessing the, he's assessing the situation and he's a really smart guy we learned that he is very very smart. smart and like oh god it's, it's really like this, there's a lot to go on in this movie because it's really it's really tightly wound i mean sure they had six people writing the screenplay but it's a pretty good screenplay it is i, and, I thought it was very well done and uh it's it's a good example of i guess you know collaboration paying off in the boardroom because it, it really has this these small little tidbits of information from all these different characters that make you feel like you're really in the world like it, i really enjoyed seeing like the new york segments and even it tie it does tie it all together yeah and it even is going for, to the university or not the university the the high school they're relatively like enjoyable portions. Like I kind of yeah. like, like. There was a moment where we hadn't seen much Spider Man, but we saw a lot of Peter Parker. Yeah. And I remember he was like had a whole like maybe fifteen minute arc at the school. And as he was leaving, I was like, "Dang, I kind of just wanted to go back to the school." Like that was kind of like a yeah. enjoyable like, you know, uh, teen he, drama or teen comedy kind of exactly. And yeah. he's doing cool things at the school, like he's coming up with his spider web uh, right. solution that yes. he needs or his yeah. web blaster solution in his chemistry desk. But and by the way, spoilers, guys. I think you should know that there's probably going to be a few in this episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll, say we'll that right try now. not to, but we, we'll just we'll we'll. 
anyway, spoiler alert. And there's a scene where he like lifts up a, a segment of lockers to reveal like a little yeah. hiding spot he has, which I thought was really cool. Because he that's goes back idea, to that yeah. a few times where it's like, yeah. that's where his backup shit is. That's where like his personal stuff is. Because Tony Stark gives him a suit, right? And he's using that for some of the movie. But there's one point where he needs his own original stuff before he had Tony Stark. Yeah, he, yeah. He only had his stuff. And it's kind of like playing the plot uh, or his origin story almost backwards. Because you start to learn about his uh, his origins without being force fed to you. Yeah. It's kind of, you're just being, you're being shown these ideas. You're not being told what's happening. Exactly. And that's really smart. And you're right. It's like these little things that happen throughout the film where you know and a lot of to- a lot of times when you're seeing like a brainiac and he's doing all these cool things it, it, it happens in maybe like one sequence and you never see it again yeah but in this way it's like he's opening up a drawer and he has some like web like chemistry in there and then he uses yeah. it later and then you're right he opens up that locker once you're like oh that's a cool spot but then he goes back and uses it again it's these things yeah. aren't just there to like you know they're uh, not just little quips they're they're quips. They're, they're, they're part, part of, of his character part of the overall uh, yeah you know. what makes up what makes up his character as as his own Spider-Man character. And I, I gotta look up uh, who his buddy was, but I really, really did enjoy. Uh... Yeah, his buddy was good. While you're looking that up, I'm, I want to bring up that there was one scene that I, I didn't enjoy because I couldn't fucking see it. <laughs> yeah, you and were, it's you whatever. Were out about it that. was. It was in the sky. It was Michael Keating as Birdman fighting Spider-Man in the sky, but I couldn't see anything that was going on. And like, I, I actually, I don't like my eyes couldn't track it, and it was too dark for me to pick out which which was what and what was going on. So to me, for like maybe a minute and a half, two minutes was just a blank black screen. I couldn't see what was happening. And that was not cool. I don't know if that was maybe something on the yeah. theater's behalf. Like maybe there was something messed up with the lighting or the film that they got. It, I don't know. It, it was kind of weird too. There was actually an audio hiccup that I found weird too near the end when there was like that the the jet scene at the end. There was like some like clipping. I could hear like... And I thought maybe it was just the engine, but then it happened again. I don't know if that was just, like, me thinking uh, there were, No, there was a guy at the, at the beginning that had... I don't know if he just has a really oddly high-pitched voice for a middle-aged man or if the sound was off or yeah, the, something. The, the mix seemed a little weird, but that just might have been a, a particular theater. I can't say yeah. for certain. But when you mentioned that visual kind of, like, issue... Uh, I looked out for it again. It didn't really happen again. No, it was just that one spot. It was just that one time, so I don't know. It's hard to say, but that is weird. But, I mean, it's a good thing to bring up because in a lot of these films, that's like a frequent thing sometimes. There's there's so much fucking shit. (laughs) It just feels like a mesh. It was like Power Rangers. Remember Power Rangers? Like that wall of like dirt comes up and it's just like a shit thing on the screen. Yeah, exactly. It's like so weird. That I mean, that was... a. A small example of that. It wasn't nearly that bad. It lasted very... It was uh, very, very short. Yeah, it was very short. But it was enough for me to be like, what the fuck's going on? I didn't see any but of that. I, I mean, like, all these action scenes, they're, they're, for the most part, besides, I guess, you know, the one at night, and then there's another night sequence kind of near the end, I guess, the climax of the film, they're all, like, during the day, and they're very bright and vibrant. You can really see what's going on a lot of the time, and it's really cheerful, but yet there's, like, stakes to be made, and there's some really tense... Like that, there's some really tense moments for both the uh, Spider-Man segments and the Peter Parker segments. There was like awkward teen shit that's making me cringe. Like I should be in a teen movie. Yeah. And there was like tense moments during where I should be filming an action film. It yeah. Really and balanced it balanced that well when it was supposed to. And it, 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 nothing was drawn out. You never felt like there was too much of this or too much of that. I thought there was a little bit too much of the Vulture. I got to be honest with you. You think there was too much Vulture? Well, because it's spoilers. It's kind of this thing where uh, they introduce him early on and they kind of uh, tightly. Uh, weave him into the integral plot but then you don't really know what he's trying to do you know he's really he's really focused on one certain thing and then he's focused on another thing and then he's finally focused on spider-man i guess but well, then he's kind of not and well it, i i took it as like 
his his one focus was to take care of his family, mm -hmm. but then you could see his character get greedy. Well, actually, I kind of think I noticed that near the end, and that's when I was kind of okay with it because he but actually he does, says it. He, he says it, but he mentions that he wants to take care of his family throughout the beginning. Yeah, but then you but then you never see the family until the end, and because of that, that's I was like, not okay. I don't know. There's this, like a mild disconnect. There's there, a weird yeah. disconnect there, but then I only bring that up because I felt weird watching the film. But then by the end of the film, uh, you learn certain aspects of his character that are directly correlated to the plot and some main characters in the film that honestly just bring that back and like tightly weave it together. So it did dip for me a moment, but not enough for me to really to complain about it. But I got to say, this would be a good movie to watch on a second viewing because there was, there were some things that we totally weren't expecting that happened. Right. And a lot of the times yes, there you was end up because you're so taken with that, part of it you you might end up missing some other things that happened so i think there was this one might be a good second viewing movie that we'll have to talk about there was later one time. particular like plot twist i guess you could say that i genuinely didn't see coming I yeah was like, me either that's, that's one clever and two uh you got me yeah and when i get got sometimes i'm mad but this time i was happy to get got yeah get got, i get got, got in a good way i get got in a good way and Another cool like aspect of the aspect of the film, I think, was Donald Glover from like uh, Atlanta oh, yeah. Community. He was because, great because he He's was basically his character from Atlanta. Actually, yeah, <laughs> but, he is. There, but that's a fucking great character, so I was into it. There's a yeah. There's this great scene where Spider Man he unlocks the potential of the suit that Tony Stark has given him, and he tries to use the intimidating. Um, interrogation setting or whatever Quite so he's got like, like a really deep aggressive voice and he <laughs> it's like, like over the top though it's like so overbearing yeah and he like ties Henny Glo or he webs Henny Denny Glover's hand to his trunk while it's open while he's putting something in and he's trying to interrogate him and Denny Glover's like what happened to your voice, dude? Yeah, like, I remember you sounded like a girl. Are you a girl? Like, and he's like, I'm, I'm not. I'm a boy. Rah. I mean, a man. Uh. And then he turns it off. And then he's like, come on, man. Then please. They, just then they level with each other. And then it's kind of like he's like, you got to get better at your job here, bro. Well, I mean, I didn't know he was actually going to be in the film. Uh, but it makes sense because a lot of people really wanted him to play Spider-Man the last time. Oh, okay. So we got a little yeah, shout out. Yeah, That's he neat. was like heavily online. There was like a huge push to have him be the Spider-Man for the last series. And then it didn't pan right. out. Yeah. Uh, from what I remember, I think he actually ended up doing uh, some like voice work for like a Spider-Man anim animated series. Oh, okay. So that's kind of cool. And then also this. So that's nice. And it's it's a character that works for his acting style, but also is like this example of uh, Spider-Man, like kind of like your Robin Hood-esque character, you know, steal from the rich, give to the poor. Kind of yeah. talking to Danny Glover, who's like this uh, criminal, but again, kind of has the same ideas. He's like, oh, I don't want these harsh weapons in my neighborhood. I got a, I got a nephew here. Yeah. Still a criminal, but, you know, has He's good like intentions. He's looking out for his family still. Yeah, yeah, so... But in a healthier way. So they kind of level together, and that's nice. And, I don't know, you're bringing up, like, the interrogation sequence. That just reminds me of, like, how, like, generally funny this movie is in a lot of places. It is, yeah, it is like, genuinely funny. Like, the humor funny. Is, is pretty solid, honestly. And it doesn't have to be vulgar to be funny. No, which no. Which I think sometimes we forget. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of some vulgar comedies out there, but... You don't need to be vulgar to no. be funny at all. And it would and feel so out of place in a movie like this. It, it absolutely would, yeah. And there's a, there's a couple of things that almost seem vulgar given the context, even though they're really, really not. Like there's one joke where porn is brought up for a brief second to cover some other activities that were done on a computer, some surveilling on a computer. But I would say that in the context, it makes sense and that adds to the humor. Yeah, it, it's, exactly. It's it, pretty good that way, it, honestly. It, yeah, it's like a nice contrast and I was in trying the to look, context. I was trying to look up that kid's name, but I could not find it. Oh, okay. But anyways, his like 
his best friend, his partner in crime kind of thing. The guy behind yeah. the computer, as he said. The guy in the chair, yeah. as he said. The guy in the chair, yeah. Uh, he's hilarious. I loved that guy. Yeah. I thought he was awesome. And like even the rest of like his um, debate team and uh, some other students we see, they all are really vibrant and, f- and funny and charismatic. They, ha- they have their own personalities yeah. without having to spend too much time on no, them, which is all. awesome. You just see a few like key segments that you know you get to know who they are right away. And there's lots of shout-outs to the fans in this without it being obnoxious because totally. sometimes... Rogue One. <laughs> Sometimes you give too much to yeah. the fans. You don't want to make a fan film. You just want yes. to make a film. You want to make a film, not a fan film. But if you make a film that caters to the fans, fan fucking tastic. Am I right? Wow, oh, jeez, great use of fan. Yeah, thank you. So there's this. Where's uh, the Dyson when you need it? Uh, oh God. I, the Dyson. Oh, they do make, they fans, make fans, not just they're vacuums. They're really nice fans, okay. actually. They're like these ones that have like. They're kind of like uh, circular in shape, but have like no middle portion. So they kind of look like something from 2001, A Space Odyssey. Like, looks like we got um, a fanboy on our hands. Dang. Good use again. Fim, 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 fim. That's in the movie, too. Yeah, the that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Like, it, it's it's the kind of, that's another good aspect of it where it's like. Penis Parker, penis oh, Parker. Dude, when I say funny. penis, you say Parker, penis Parker. That was funny, too. That I, was funny. I was, I was having a fucking chuckle about that. Yeah. That was actually generally funny. It's the it's the good t- it's a good portion of that too where they're you know they're kind of uh, going after the kids of today but not in a fucking extravagant way. Yeah, they're using little gigs like even the way they're like uh, I guess they're like hosts of their t- TV's like uh, newscast like thing. Yeah, the way they edit it is so like something from like a YouTube vlogger or something. Yeah, like that. it it almost has like a a, a really PG Tim and Eric yeah, feel to totally. it or something. And it's not over the top or in your face, but it's just enough to be like okay, like kids today would find that funny and yeah. I do too you know it works. It, w- it works really well yeah no that's 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 a good thing about it and even the portions of this film that are kind of cliche or cheesy work because it's in a way it's a it has these cliche aspects of a teen film of a John Hughes film there's yeah. even a reference right to Ferris Bueller in this movie when they should yeah. even show when he's running through backyards yeah and, exactly and it's just like that at, at that point you're like okay I get what this movie is trying to do and, and it's, it's doing do, it well. it's doing it really well and I want to bring up that Okay, we did call spoilers before. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you made it this far, Mary Jane, boy, at a young age. So Spider-Man is 15, remember, and he's crushing over this other girl. I think her name is Liz. Um, Great girl, yeah. I think it's Liz. Yeah. Anyways, he ends up kind of getting a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge from this loner in her, like, in in their... uh, Debate club? Their debate. It's not a debate club. It's like a... Big academic academics like fact it's i think it's big in the states it's like how many facts can you know and do makes you smarter or something i don't know whatever sure. anyways they're in this academic club and this loner girl that's in it who claims she has no friends and she's a little bit depressing and a little quirky and weird uh she reveals at the end that her friends call her mj and they go i thought you didn't have any friends she goes i i didn't MJ's back, and we get to see her from a young age, which is kind of cool because maybe we'll get to see, you know, an evolution of them sparking. Well, it makes sense. They already have something in common, and she even mentions a little before, like, I'm not obsessed with him, and it's kind of this odd pause where it's like, so you are interested in him to some degree. Yeah, exactly. And she just happens to be in detention when he is, even though she says for other reasons, but looking back at it, it's kind of like, okay. And they call her Michelle throughout the movie, and that Michelle stands for M for... MJ and yeah. Michelle Jones, I guess, is what they're going with here. Um, and, you know, and that that was a cool kind of, like, little 
teaser for how the rest of the series might pan out. Potential, yeah. And I I like how they're building it within the Spider-Man world rather than building other things around like Iron Man and shit. Because even though he is in this movie a lot... Like we said, it it's it's there when it's you know supposed to be. It's not really trying to horseshoe some other idea in. And 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 I like how that at first he's interested in this other girl, Liz, and then that doesn't really pan out, and stuff happens, and he's busy because he's fucking Spider Man. And then along comes Mary Jane, and it's they build it in previous movies where he's always been crushing right. on Mary Jane and right. that might very well start now because this is a long, yeah. young age but we've never seen it like introduced this way which is cool and I it's think. fresh it's fresh and it's a good way to go about it um uh final thoughts before we get into our ratings um final thoughts guys if you're looking for something uh different as far as superhero movies are concerned something a little bit fresh um Spider-Man does it, and it does it well. Uh, there's nothing really obnoxious about this movie. Um, Tony Stark's appearance is not overwhelming or overbearing at all. Uh, so, yeah, overall, overall, I recommend this movie. I'm with you on this, man. It's the kind of thing where they got the tone right. So it's been something I've been struggling with with big-budget films for the past year, for sure, and this is just the best example of it. It's mm-hmm. It has whimsy. It has drama. It has action. It has comedy. It... It's what a good blockbuster should be. It's a good time at the movies, and I highly recommend you out Spider-Man Homecoming. My only gripe, my only gripe with the movie is that, that not one time in the movie did they call <coughs> Michael Keaton Birdman. Like, come on. It's true. Throw me a fucking bone. Michael it is Keaton, hilarious. that. Do you think like, that's maybe a Jeff move? Jeff Watts here? Do you think Jeff Watts was like, fuck yeah. No, I think I'm it's gonna... a John Favreau move. I got a feeling John Favreau's like, nah, don't do that. <laughs> I'd like him being in the movie too because he directed Iron Man 1. And then he's right. back and he acts like he was there the whole time, which I don't think he was though. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of a funny bit. Um, no, yeah, that was kind of, you know. That would have been cool, but at the end of the day, it would have only been a cool joke for a small minority of people watching the film. So I get it. Uh, that being said, also really like Michael Keenan in the movie. Fucking killed it. The guy's a, the guy, the guy's a legend. He's great. Um, Dude's back. We're both on board with this movie. Um, what are you going to give this out of five for that letterbox score? Um, I'm going to give it a four out of five. Solid pick. I'm Solid going four, four to five as well. It's already up there. I'm probably going to write a little piece on that. So peep game, as always, at letterbox.com slash TSV. Um, other ways to reach us, Daniel, how can we do that? Uh, you guys can f- always check us out on Twitter. We're becoming a little bit more active there. We, uh, love, to. love us some tweets, guys. Um, we also are on Instagram, of course. We've got some Fire Lake looks coming to you this year. It's going to be dope. We're putting together our 2017 lookbook. Uh, you guys can always check us out on Patreon if you uh, like the show and you want to support us. Uh, that helps us get new things like lights and lenses and cameras and all that good stuff. Um, Peep game on anything that can host a podcast. We're probably <laughs> fucking on oh, it. Or there and back again. Uh, on yeah. ev, you name it. Uh, SoundCloud is a great way to download it on the go and, and listen to it on the go. Yeah, so, if you're uh, not into the strictly, that's maybe my favorite option. If you're not strictly into like a podcast uh, platform, SoundCloud's there to get that unique download. We have that there set up for you guys. Um, but also, as always, just follow us on SoundCloud too and subscribe on YouTube. Hopefully, you're watching it there or you're listening to us on SoundCloud. Um, But as always, thank you for watching Off the Cuff. We'll be back next week, guys. I'm Kyle. I'm Dan.